In today's video, we're talking about your brand as a driver. Race drivers, this is Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show. Welcome to another episode. Let's get straight into the questions. These questions that inspired this show are from Stevie B. He asked, how do I get noticed by a race team? And also Ewan, he asked, how can I improve or create my brand in racing? These are brilliant questions because every driver wants to be a brand, some, something that is an entity that is sellable. And it's really important. But first of all, we need to know what brand actually means because people get confused. They just think it's how many Instagram followers you've got or, or something like that, how popular, how many people know you. But really, that's not what brand is. Popularity isn't really the, the translation of that. For me, anyway, brand means your reputation. It's how people perceive you. When they look at you or when they read your name, it's the feeling or the emotions they've attached to you and how they can kind of put you in a box and, and know exactly what you are and what you're about, okay? That's really what it is. And when you're a driver in a sport like this, so to say, you're, you're, you're competing, it's important that you have a brand that people respect. And this needs to be built up. I mean, we're talking about brands, we see them every day. You've got the Apples, you've got Nike, Adidas, Coca-Cola, Red Bull, even, yeah, Tommy Hilfiger that's on this shirt. They're everywhere. And certain companies have got better reputations than others, right? The way we perceive them. And they've spent a fortune, companies spend fortune, fortunes on helping you see them how they want you to perceive them. So it's, you can think how Red Bull came into this world. It was just an energy drink, right? Energy drinks come and go. Don't take them seriously. You know, a lot of them, we don't even try them. But Red Bull, they really stood out. You can say that they were maybe the first. Okay, fair enough. But still, it doesn't mean they're going to succeed. But they spent a fortune, if you remember, on sponsoring extreme sports. So then it was kind of like, oh, that's a drink for people that are daring. That's a drink for people that are out there pushing the boundaries, that are fun, that have got something about them. And before that, you know, you had, you had Coca-Colas and things. It wasn't really, you didn't really associate fun to their brand, to their logo. But Red Bull, Red Bull was something different. When I'm drinking a Red Bull, this is what they wanted anyway. And it was kind of like that in the early days. When I'm drinking a Red Bull, I want to say that I have the same kind of spirit. I believe in the same core beliefs as Red Bull do. I'm out there, I'm pushing myself. And it gives me a buzz at the same time. So you can see how they captured the imagination of everybody and how they created that brand. That's pretty much what brand is. So it is the rep, it's how we see them. When we're looking at all these products on the shelves, it's the ones that we want to, we sort of gravitate to because we know what they're about. And actually we wanna say that we're about that as well. Um, so you're much likely to go and get, pay more money for a, a Nike trainer than you are for, for a replica. You know, it hasn't even got the Nike logo on or something that's in TK Maxx, a really cheap shoe. With, with no logo on the side of it, you're more likely to go towards Nike. It's just the way we are. We want to buy into that family, to that reputation. So, 
you know all this already, but I just want to make sure I distinguish the difference between a driver thinking they've just got to pop and have 100,000 followers on Instagram to have a brand, when that's not really it. Really what they need is reputation. Now you've got to think now, how, this is how the questions should be worded, how do I improve my reputation in the sports so people notice me and they want to sign me? That's more like it. Now, there's plenty of ways, right? The main things that I would say are, number one, are your results, your outright speed. If you're a racing driver, right, that's what you are, that's what you've labeled yourself as anyway. Even if you're not actually a racing driver yet and you're not being paid, you're not professional, you've still labeled yourself as that. So, just like a racehorse, if you're gonna invest in a racehorse, you wanna make sure that that horse is fast, is capable of winning races, and is healthy. You pro they probably don't look into that, but you wanna make sure that that horse is not lame, he's, uh, he or she, they've got, you know, they're fit, they don't have to be worked on that much, they're ready to go, and they're getting results already, they've got track record. That's pretty much the biggest trade that a race driver can have, you know, biggest assets if they wanna trade themselves or att attract attention. They've gotta be fast and they've gotta have results. So I would say the first thing that everybody's gotta work on is to get the results in. And it's difficult. And it's difficult to sell yourself without them. And if you're at the very beginning, you say, yeah, but Enzo, I haven't got the results. Well, if you haven't got the results, you're not gonna have the brand. It's gotta be built. You can't just fake this stuff. You can't go and buy as many likes and followers as you can on these social media platforms and create something that's not really there because then you just be a popular slow guy or a popular guy that just wants to be a race driver. That's still not a race driver. So first of all, you need to build up a portfolio of results. It's the same with anything. If you, if you wanna to go to an investment uh, company that's gonna help you invest your money, you wanna see their portfolio. You wanna see what they've done before. And then that kind of helps you uh, understand what they're about and then you start to form your reputation of them. That's their brand, right? You're no different. So if you've been racing in championships that you can barely compete com properly in because it's costing too much, think about stepping down a category or doing a different championship you can afford to do properly so then you can get the P1s, the P2s, the, you know, the, race, the podiums. Then you can start to build your own portfolio and that will massively contribute to your brand and how people see you. Now the next thing I want to talk about is your personality. How people perceive you in the paddock. Are you obnoxious? Are you the type of driver that always tries to find excuses and blame the car? Or whatever it is you're racing if you're not competitive. Are you hard to get on with? Have you got parents that are just making it very, you know, they're very involved and they're always arguing with the team and they make that environment not very nice and difficult to work with there? If so, all those things I just mentioned need to be stamped out. You as an individual, your personality, the way you approach your work ethic, all of that stuff, you as a person, that is your brand as well. It's really important because people talk. Before they even offer you a drive, before they want to talk to you, they may ask your old team, what was so-and-so like? What were they like to work with? Because they've just called me up. I'm not sure whether to take them seriously or not. And your old engineer or people you've worked with will tell them the truth about you. 
And you've got to understand that your your the way you present yourself and the way you lead your team when you're there, that is like a megaphone in the paddock. Everyone seems to know who and the personality of everyone else in the in the paddock. It's such a small world. So if you start to shout at the team and blame them all the time, fall out, all the other teams will know you're that kind of driver. So you've got to make sure that you do not have a reputation in the paddock that's going to harm you. It's going to make people not answer your phone when they see it's you calling. Like, ah, can't really have that driver. Even if you're fast, but you're difficult to work with, a team will think about it. They'll be like, I'm not sure if I really can be bothered to deal with that person throughout a season because they're just going to give me headaches. I'll just go to someone who's pretty much a similar pace and have a much easier life. You know, even actually, you know, to get a bit more straightforward and direct, even if you're really slow at paying your bills to the race team, so you're always behind payments, that again is a brilliant way to um, completely dismantle your brand or you'll create a brand that you don't like. Race teams won't touch you if they think you're not very good at paying because they're going to lose money on you and they fall out with you then. And that's another reputation that goes around really fast around the paddock. So I know it's like, oh, thanks, it's not very nice. I just didn't have the money. I'm afraid that's just the way it works. So if you're slow at paying, if you're not very good at working with, your work ethic's not there, you're lazy or you fall out with teams, it's difficult. That's a brand you don't want. So if you have that, you think you might have that kind of reputation, it's time to shake that off. So let's get practical. Let's really talk about now, just quickly to finish off, the things you can do today to improve your brand. Right, so think about reputation. On social media, how does your social media look? Is it you partying with your mates and going on holidays and doing all these sort of things when you're actually trying to sell yourself as a race driver? If so, take them photos down. Start putting up photos and images and videos of you racing, of racing in general, quotes, whatever. Make your social platforms look like how you want to look. And this isn't just like kind of creating a, a bullshit kind of persona. It's like, no, I want racing. My life is all about racing. Then that is just a visual link that you can start to create a brand off. So that's just social media. You've got to make sure your website as well. Even though people don't really look at websites like they used to, you've got to make sure that's updated. It looks really professional. And if you go onto Wix.com, you can just make your own. You can make it look as professional as you like. Don't have a cruddy website. Have one that's there. It's got your email address on it that you do look at regularly. Um, it's even got some kind of sponsorship section on it. And make all that look good because that's your shop front as such. If anyone searches you on the internet, your website will come up probably first or one of the first. Get it up there. The second thing is, like I said before, you must make sure that your results are improving. So if you're in a team that's not working very well at the minute, you know they're underperforming, but they're giving you a cheap deal, start to think about yourself. What am I going to do next year to put myself in a position where I can start to build good results or at least improve my driving? If your driving's not there yet, this is nothing, no, you've got to face the truth. If your driving isn't there yet, so that's why you're not getting the results, get a coach in or spend more, you know, get the team to employ a driver coach, do track days. Make sure you work hard on that. You must have results. You've got to be fast. And the third thing is when you're in the paddock, when you're working, when you're at home doing Zoom calls with your team, and when you go into their workshop, you are super professional. 
You're there to work. You're there to win. You're there to help them win as a unit. You know, not like this, sorry, as a unit. You and the team are one and you've got to drive them forward much more than your teammates have to. This takes time to build, but every brand does. That's why the companies that have been around for a long time have got a stronger brand. You know exactly what they're all about. It's because they've done the years. You can't expect to create a brand from day one. You can't fake it like that because there's not enough people that know about you. There's not enough people that have seen, at least, you know, they've got information about you and from you consistently over the years before they make their mind up what you're all about. This takes time. Everything takes time when it comes to brand. Me as a coach, nobody talks about the years I started as a coach in 1998 when I worked at race schools for like eight years. We don't talk about that, but that was me building a brand in the industry. Started to coach at teams, started to do life coaching, started to work with top drivers before I got the brand of, oh, he's, you know, he's a pretty good coach in, in motorsport, right? That took ages. What you can't do is shortcut that. So get the results, have the reputation in the paddock that you need and work like hell.